welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com. With over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on selfdiscoveryradio.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Sarah Hall. We're going to be talking about envisioning peace an angelic spiritual perspective of world issues. Oh my God, this world needs some peace right now, doesn't it? And it's very, very hard to kind of create peace in the world when everything around you is in such turmoil. So how do we find that inner peace, that wellspring of spiritual power that we can tap into that can bring about that equilibrium? For if we want peace in the world, we first have to be that peace. And the only way we're going to find that peace is finding it within us. When we find it within us, we exude that peace out and it becomes an invitational and peaceful environment for others to live in. So peace does lie with us. It doesn't lie with the leaders. It doesn't lie with the spiritual leaders. It doesn't lie with anyone else but us. The vibration has always been there. The heavenly powers have always been there. It is up to us to switch our channel and to stop buying into the awful rhetoric that's going on in the world the discord, the hate, the fear, and tune in to the love, the peace, the kindness, and the beauty of actually living. When we choose that, we actually create that world that we're looking for. So if we want change, folks, we've got to be change. So Sarah is a world current social political person who really knows actually how to communicate with the angels and help us along with the angels, because believe me, the angels are working hard for us, folks. They're here to switch on to you, uh, tune into your channel anytime, to open up and to guide us through this turbulent path. Because if there's to be peace in the universe, there has to be peace here on Earth before we disrupt the whole solar system. So the angels are here working with us, and they're working through Sarah to help you uh, find that equilibrium. She's a spiritual teacher, an intuitive counselor, and healer. She specializes in communicating with the angels and teaches how to work with them to create that peace and harmony. Uh, she's trained by the best-selling Hay House author teacher, Doreen Virtue, and I use the Doreen Virtue um, cards, and they're wonderful, and they're very poignant, and they're always right on. She's an angel therapy practitioner. She's a medium, Reiki practitioner, shamanic um, uh, shamanic uh, journey practitioner, guider, and over the many years of her spiritual path, she's had incredible angelic healing in her own life as well in the lives of her clients and students. And she gives all her credit to the gods and the angels and the uh, courage and openness to beloved clients and students. So, yes, the political arena. We know that it is upsetting you. Whether you are in North America, whether you're in the UK, whether you're in Europe, wherever you are in the world, there is political turmoil going on and it's not serving us as humanity. So how do we get through it? How do we get past the anger, the fear? How do we get past the injusticeness, the unrighteousness of it all? And how do we bring about that equilibrium that we can all live in? So let's ask Sarah, because she's had a little communique with the angels and they've got a message for us. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you so much. It's so wonderful to be here, and thank you so much for that well-put um, introduction. Um, everything that you're saying is is very, very true. We are at a time um, living on planet Earth in which we are seeing a lot of seeming turbulence and fear out there. 
And in part, this is because we are in a time of great flux and transition in the grand scope of our spiritual evolution as a species. I have been receiving a lot of feedback from many of the people that I work with um, and also from the angels. And I've tuned in especially to channel messages from the angels so that we can receive guidance on what is going on in the world and what we can do to remain at peace so that we can add to an overall sense of balance uh, collectively. From what I've learned, yes, from, from what I've learned from the angels so far, they've told us that some of the transition and flux that were going on will most likely be somewhat of an ongoing thing throughout our lifetime, simply because the opening and the evolution that we're going through right now is sort of the gradual kind of evolution that we'd see, um, sort of in the same way that a flower will gradually open, almost imperceptibly, and then eventually be open. It won't always feel this turbulent, but part of the reason why it feels so turbulent right now is because we are at a point in our collective growth and the self-actualization that we're going through as a species in which we are really ready and asking to get rid of our darkness, mm -hmm. to release some of the fear and negativity that would only serve to hold us back from experiencing a collective peace. So if you think about it, during an act of healing, if you think of it at the individual level, purging out or releasing negativity is oftentimes a necessary part of healing. And right now, according to the angels, what we're seeing happen is that the new light and awareness that we're naturally gaining as a collective has begun to chase the darkness and the fear out from beneath the surface of our lives. So we're seeing a spotlight being shown on much of the, the, the fear and negativity that there was, um, you know, pulling the strings from behind the scenes in the past. And we're getting a chance at this moment um, to react to what we are seeing come out. We're getting a chance as a collective to form opinions and ideas and feelings and, and convictions and things like that that are playing a very prominent role in shaping what we'll decide for the future as a species. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Um, I interviewed, um, um, it was on this week, uh, a young Mexican guy who who was an illegal immigrant uh, who is gay, so of course he's all the things that you know Trump talks about that he wants to evict, um, and he's one you know his whole philosophy and mission in life is to bring people together and to forget about you know to stop putting a wall around yourself as a gay person, stop putting your wall around yourself as a Mexican, stop putting your wall around yourself as something else, and come together as a community, as a, a unity, as a beautiful device spice that, you know, everybody brings their own ingredient to the table. And uh, you know, I feel there's a lot of millennials out there that are like that, where it's not about segregating, it's about uniting and collaborating, um, because that's the only way we can really try and find that equilibrium, isn't it? When we come together in our beautiful differences. Yes, absolutely. And one thing that we're seeing in the people in response to a lot of the hatred and negativity and fear that Trump and his supporters might be spouting um, is that there is such a show 
of togetherness among many communities, among um, Mexican-American communities, among um, African-American communities. You're just seeing voices that are coming together, standing up and saying, no, we don't tolerate and we won't accept mm-hmm. um, this, kind of, this kind of violence anymore. And it's bringing a lot of these issues to the minds of people that perhaps never would have thought about this. This wasn't on their radar. They wouldn't have thought about these things before. And as I said, it's, it's very difficult, but it's giving us the chance to bring these things to light so that it's on the forefront, the front page of you know the yes. news and in our minds so that we can decide, no, we don't accept racism. We don't accept misogyny. We don't accept violence. Um, we are in this together and we do generally really, really love and accept and want to tolerate um, one another as a, as a culture. Yeah, I just uh, I have a show on this week, which this this show uh, as next week, um, uh, where I had to respond to what I call Pussygate, um, and uh, and to Michelle Obama's brilliant speech, um, yes. which I thought was wonderful. And then there was you know a talk on Joe Biden on the subject, and and of course there was the um, access uh, video, and so I put it all together in one video and decided to do a show against misogynistic men, and that um, we're not going to change them. Until we put that um, that boundary around us of intolerance, uh, yes. when you raise your vibration and treat me with respect that I deserve, then I have an open channel to you. Until then, those type of behaviors are not acceptable on any front. And if we want to change that atmosphere of that, uh, their they're, they're, I'm trying to think of the word, but you know they think that they have the right to. Yes. If we want to change that opinion, then we as women must not allow this to take us back into the dark ages because we fought too long and hard to stand up and be treated as equals, be treated as beautiful women, to stand tall in our femininity and our sexuality, which does not mean it's an open invitation to you. We have a beautiful divine intellect. Treat us as that. But if we don't put those boundaries, which is not a wall, it's a boundary. It's a limit. I will not tolerate this behavior. But if you wish to interact with me on this level, my channels are open. And that's the way we're not only going to protect ourselves, but I think that's the way we're going to re-educate men that that kind of behavior is not okay. Yes, absolutely. I think that standing up and using your voice and your actions to take a stand both in your individual life with the um, kinds of interactions that you have day to day and speaking up and showing your opinion, um, maybe in a more public or collective or communal sense as well, is incredibly helpful. It's such a helpful part of bringing about healing in this right now. And that's, if you even look at it historically, that's the way that things get done is when people are willing to stand up. And it's amazing because we look at the things that we've already purged out of us, that we've already, you know, kind of triumphed over or looked to clear in the past. And history tells a story about certain things that now we look on and we go, that is utterly unacceptable. Yes. Um, for example, um, you know, we, 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 we still to this day see so many documentaries and talks and things like that going on and things taught in school about World War II um, and about the Holocaust and things like that. And we very much see and think of the people that were, you know, on the wrong side of that 
historical situation as they were in the wrong. Or in America, we see uh, historical stories about the Ku Klux Klan and um, you know racial divide and things like that. And we tell the story, and this is what is publicly and widely universally accepted. They were on the wrong end of of, of history. They were in the wrong, and this is what we um, we all fought to reject and to clear out of us. And I firmly believe that. Once we are beyond this time with with Trump and with so mm. many things that are going on that are just collected to what he represents at this time, we will see that, you know, this is something that we've we've cleaned out, that we've stood up and said, no more, no more of that. It's time to be done with it. And it's interesting because the, the general tide at the present moment is he's not going to get in. Um, but they they say, you know, the damage that he's done now, there's a lot of repair. Uh, Russell Simmons was on um, uh, The Daily Show yesterday with Trevor Noah, who I'm a big fan of. Um, and, you know, he was, he was saying that um, he's been working for quite a while, you know, basically on... on uh, um, working on a different point of view of Muslims. Stop looking at them as terrorists. You know, um, you know, look at... If we had the persecution of the Jews in the Second World War, and now, you know, it's of the Muslims or the Mexicans or anything else. And, you know, really what we've learned from history is that kind of behavior does not work. It creates wars from which some people profit from and which many, many people die and leave devastation. Let us grow up out of that and put on our big boy boots and, uh, and get out there and, and communicate with one another and embrace and celebrate what our differences are because truly that's utterly what the angels want. The angels and God and the universe does not see us as different species. They see us as a soul, a heart and a spirit. And if we saw that in people, we wouldn't be having all this goddamn conflict. Yes, absolutely. And also, so from the angels' perspective, too, they help to remind us often that we really, really do belong to one another. Yeah. There, yes, there, there's no division. There's absolutely nothing that, that, that stops us. And my good is your good. Your good is my good. Um, in the end, the only thing we're going to all agree on together is an outcome of, of peace, because we have to realize that you know, uh, peace for one person is peace um, for all. If there's something that w- is happening in this world that is not good for for one group of people, um, then it's not good for any of us. Um, and when people perpetrate acts of, of violence or negativity against another another group of people, they are victims of of the of the divide yeah. um, that occurs at the at the same time. Um, so. It's 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 interesting. It, you know, we're, I think that we're really being called together in a very unique way. If we think of it, um, you know, kind of historically as well, because the angels have also given me a message that says, with the dawn of the internet, the fact that most of us are are on it and we're communicating through social media very very regularly, we are uniquely poised um, to influence one another to create a revolution of hearts and minds, which is the most important place for change to occur. If we want to see any kind of global change, because for example, while we're watching uh, a presidential debate happen on TV or something like that, we can see the, the statistics of the thoughts, ideas, words, and opinions that are trending on places like Facebook and Twitter immediately. We see the collective responding in real time. To these ideas, and because of that, we are in a place where we are armed against divisiveness more powerfully than ever before, because we can communicate with one another and um, and align with one another over issues that we really care about. I've seen such an outpouring um, 
on the internet among lots of different groups of thinkers and things like that that are all about bringing in more uh, tolerance, mm-hmm. um, unity, love, and and so forth into the world during this time. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Well, the beautiful thing about the internet as well, as you talk about people reacting in real time, these are real people acting in real time to the situation and what they're hearing. This isn't some regurgitated news that they're manipulating for you to hear. And this is what we, uh, this is all we used to have. It would be yes. the media that would then, you know, I, you know, I call the CNN. It's, it takes a pimple and it makes a volcanic eruption out of everything. Um, it's become the Jerry Springer of news. And uh, yes. and you can't buy anything that goes on there because it's such sensationalism. Um, so people kind of look at the news and go, is it news anymore? Or is it just what they want us to hear? So they do go to the social medias. What are other people's reactions? What's the conversation? Ah, they feel the same way I do. Oh, that's what message they got from that statement. I got that message too. And it brings people together in realizing that they're not the only angry ones out there. Um, but through that anger, what are we going to do? We're not going to tolerate this. How are we going to change it? Well, it comes with the vote. It comes with speaking out and it comes with coming together. You know, Bernie Sanders was a brilliant one for that. Look at how he brought people together. And when asked about his religion, because he's Jewish, he said, I am of no religion. I am of unity. If you hurt, I hurt. When you're in joy, I'm in joy. And that's really how it should be as a global community. Yes, absolutely. And it's amazing because I believe that the kinds of changes that Bernie Sanders brought to the forefront of our consciousness was incredibly important. Mm-hmm. He mobilized a whole generation of youth who were you know, not quite as involved in world issues before into a state of passionate caring yeah. about what's going on in the world because he made them believe that change is possible, that it's possible to bring some of the ideas that maybe some of us deep down idealize into into reality. And it takes, you know, numbers of us. I don't think that his campaign was lost at all. I think that it started something and it will continue because he spoke truth, exposed some of the dishonesty that goes on in the power systems that we currently have. And now that is going to be an idea, a fixture um, in, in the way that we talk about politics is, you know, talking about super PACs and the way that, um, you know, elections are, are, are bought to an extent. That is an unignorable mainstream topic of thought now, um, largely in part because of him. And I believe that he played his role perfectly catalyzing something that will continue to echo forward in the future to make some very, very necessary changes. You just have to listen to Hillary Clinton and you know she's talking Bernieism. Yes, yes. She's changed her her entire dialogue. Yes. And, uh, And because he's rubbed off on her as well. Um, you know, what I love is, you know, a 74-year-old Jewish guy, you know, with such a passion, you know, leading people of all nations, because it wasn't just, you know, Jewish people or white people following him. You know, you had all nations, everybody under suppression following him because he spoke for liberty. He spoke for truth. He spoke for accountability. And I think that's a big word that I think this is why we're seeing so much disruption right now. And um, as you said, we need to have that in order to clean things out. You can't bring in the good when the when the bad is still there. So you know that turbulence we're going through is just us cleaning global house. And 
one of the things that I think has been demanded of us, and I'm sure your angels have said this, is accountability. And that accountability is of our own words, our own actions, and those of the people that we have placed uh, trust in or leadership in. Yes, absolutely. Um, that is, it, it's, you took the words right out of my mouth because the angels have actually talked directly on that. One of the greatest things that I've heard them um, give repeated messages on about this age of change that we're in is that one of the greatest themes about it is integrity. Yes and transparency and so much of us um, especially what I've seen in people that feel that they have a spiritual purpose or path in life um, are, are passionate at this time about integrity and something that the angels have told me in the past is that passion in truth is the recognition of the presence of God it is sparking something within us at a soul level that is drawing us forth into a sense of real purpose or a mission that we have to to make some sort of an impact on. Um, so according to the angels, greater transparency is coming in this current age. In truth, it's becoming increasingly difficult for dishonesty yeah. and lack of integrity yes. to hide. Yes, at last. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because, it, because that's how they've got away with it. You know, yes. they, they were protected, you know, uh, they were they had the beautiful sleight of tongue that, you know, Pied Piper. And uh, and it is now, again, where we can thank the internet for it. Um, yes. Is that it, it's, the tom-toms are out. And, uh, and also that raise of vibration, right? There's a raise of vibration amongst the people, awakening of consciousness, where people are now taking, um, are becoming aware of the atrocities that are going on in the world. And instead of turning their back on them, wanting to do something about it, and I think this is what's, I think what's happening is that the angels are tugging on the heartstrings yes. to waken people up to their soul. Yes, absolutely. I'm seeing that all over the place with people that feel that they are awakening with that passion we were describing to a place where they feel like I have a mission, I have a purpose, and I desperately want to to fulfill it. And it's amazing because collectively we're catalyzing one another in that. That passion that one person ignites and follows in their lives spreads out and makes waves collectively everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, people, I think, have a standard now that is beginning to raise in the subtle um, collective conscious um, where we expect and look for honesty and integrity and information um, given to us clearly. And again, largely in part because we are so connected on the internet we have immediate like seconds quick um you know yes. ability to communicate and gain information from all corners of the world immediately and because of that it's it's kind of getting us into our collective mind it's helping us to practice that on this stage yes. uh yes. you know called the internet there's this wonderful uh line in the course of miracles that comes to mind when i think about that and it says darkness has nowhere to hide in other words, when the light shines mm -hmm. um, on the darkness, it literally goes, you know, it, it, it disappears. The darkness becomes light. And though during that process that we're, we're very much experiencing right now, we're feeling the turbulence, it feels quite toxic in the same way that, you know, to, to, to use some uh, maybe vulgar words for it, if you're purging out when you've got the flu or you've got to vomit, for example, it's yeah. not comfortable. You don't like it. Um, but you know that once you do it, you will feel better. Um, and according to the angels, that's generally what's happening because we can't, we can never forget 
forget the fact that we're a collective in all of this. Our collectiveness makes us unified in deciding that we're going towards a healing. And we as a species have more good and more love in us than anything else in the end. Um, The ego would like for us to think that it's the more powerful thing and that it's, you know, it's got a real, you know, foothold in us, but that's, it's nature, a big game, but are we still in? Uh, Yes, no, you just cut out a little bit there. You know, the internet in all its glory does sometimes (laughs) have its its challenges. So um, (laughs) so we will pursue. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, talking about the ego, I always look at the ego as this. Uh, The ego is there because the person is feeling insecure. Um, so the ego is always trying to be something that they expect other people for them to be like, you know, um, I am important, um, because if I'm not important, um, then nobody's going to treat me, uh, nice in any way. So I think the ego is there, um, as a false illusion of who they are because they're either unwilling or can't look into embrace the, who they really are. Beautiful gift that lies inside. You're narcissistic people, however, there is no cure for. You know, these are people that are so in love with who they are and can justify anything they do because they think that they have all the rights in the world to do it. And we know who we're talking about here yes. as a prime example. And the reason why he had to be there is because he had to show that opulence, that narcissistic, that racism. He had to show the worst side of humanity for people to wake up and realize that if we want change, we have to perch that kind of behavior that kind of narcissism because it only serves him it doesn't serve the world and right now unless you're stepping up to serve humanity you are letting humanity down yes absolutely absolutely and it takes willpower to stand up to narcissism yes it takes awareness uh to stand up to these things so this is a time to continue being in the know about what's going on and to continue to show your voice. Um, voting is very important. I've talked to a lot of light workers, a lot of millennials as well, who are very divided on this particular issue. They think that maybe voting is not, you know, all it's cracked up to be and that it doesn't really ideally represent us as a people um, and that maybe even voting is, is tampered with in some way. The message that I've gotten from the angels is that it is incredibly important. Um, And the reason is because we need to represent the energy that we agree with the most. Um, You need to you need to show up and to represent yourself the best way possible, um, whether you believe that your vote will be truly counted and make a difference, or whether even even if you don't believe that you need to count yourself as an active participant in the way that this world is working and that is an energetic thing um, that is a very important important you know, part of what's going on this is the point though you know i said that hillary has been talking bernieism bernie rubbed off on hillary she's known him a very long time and they they liked each other they just don't like each other's policies you know hillary we know is in a lot of ways kind of a sponge she's uh, moved with the people that she's needed to move to because she's been in the politics all her life however yes. now seeing how much movement bernie has had how much of the people are speaking out against you know the these lies this deceit this covers up and that the spotlight is going to be on her the scrutiny of everything that she does is going to be on her 
she is the best candidate only for the reason is that we will be able to have some form of control of what goes on there with trump of course there'll be no control whatsoever he'll go and do what he wants to do for him and screw anybody else but with her at least we know by just seeing and hearing what she's saying that she can be encouraged to do the right thing and with everybody's energy on her to consciously do the right thing for her country and for her people and not get swayed and bought by the establishment um, that energy will move her forward and take her to where she needs to go Absolutely. I uh, believe that Hillary, one of one of her greatest strengths is that she does listen to the people um, and she does hold herself um, accountable in a way to the to the greater opinion, the greater, you know, the, the, the outcry of what is what is believed in and what is desired um, among among the masses, among public opinion. Um, I've also received some angel messages about um, Hillary and in the work that she'll be doing as well. Um, Interestingly, um, the angels have told us that she symbolizes a bridge between a somewhat masculine dominated era yeah. in our history yeah. um, and a more feminine balanced or feminine empowered one. You see, she's taking on a job that has always been filled by men. Um, and yet she's doing it um, with a very strong masculine spiritual energy about her. She is strong, assertive, and in some ways even expresses herself with a, somewhat of a more masculine version of what we'd see as strength. She has a way of lowering her voice and being very strong when she speaks. She wears clothing with the crisp, sharp lines mm. and the strong shoulders and things like that. Um, but that energy, that, that what she represents is that she's bridging the way forward. Mm by playing a male-dominated game in a somewhat, you know, maybe masculine way. She can play with the boys um, while, in effect, planting seeds of trust and strong belief in the ability of a woman um, in a leadership role. And I believe that she also symbolizes that we're not necessarily at a juncture in our cultural evolution or maybe our consciousness evolution quite yet in which the kinds of changes that we're going to experience just presently right now is about major upheaval based changes yet perhaps we planted some seeds with bernie um but the the it feels as if the course forward is one in which we've got um continued sort of safe measured growth forward um I agree yes I yeah, that i was just thinking that actually is that had bernie got in it would have been too much of a change too fast and you know oh we, yeah we have he, to remember the the you know the e-commerce and and uh what runs the you know the businesses that run the country and his um action probably would have been you know too much too fast and we may have seen a, a faster crumble what he's done though he's planted those seeds and you know it's our, it's up to us to keep watering them and we can water them in hillary and she can be as you say that bridge uh, from that masculine energy more to a more universal feminine energy where Bernie Sanders' philosophy can truly and utterly not only be welcomed but be practiced. But right now, um, he's the dream we're going after. She's the instrument that can make that dream come true because, as you said, she's still got feet in both uh, quarters. 
Yes, exactly. And it's it's it really is she it really is optimal when you think about it because if you think about Bernie, um, as wonderful and idealistic as everything it is, and as strong a leader as he truly is, he would have been fought tooth and yes. nail yes. Um, in the Congress with everything. He, Another he tried Obama, to... right? You know, yes. So if it's not black, he's Jewish. You know, there'll be something that they will pick on. Yes. Yes. Exactly. exactly. So what Hillary does is she's got all of this experience, tons and tons of uh, you know connections and roots um, in the establishment, um, and yet all of this awareness um, about helping to move us away from, you know, bought elections and, um, and you know, honoring, again, the ideals of, of the Bernie talk. Um, and and that's, that's good to, again, have somebody with their feet in both camps so that we can just bridge togetherness. Um, and as we slowly evolve towards change rather than radically upheaval, make the radical upheaval, um, you know, towards that change. According to the angels, they say that that kind of change right now, the, the, the gradual, more gentle kind, um, is the kind of change that will um, make more of us feel safe, that more of us yeah. will, will, will respond to with peace as opposed to going into fear about what's going on around us. So it plays into keeping our, our comfort zone alive, keeping a lot of um, world systems uh, going with a lot of, again, the, the gradual innovation and change towards things that are healthier for us. Um, so it's a, it's a good thing in the end, I believe. You know, it's kind of, I'm, I'm bringing it back because I've been told to, to uh, fiber optic fascia, which nobody knows what it is. Um, it's uh, underneath your skin, you have all these fiber optics. That's the messages that's coming from your brain, uh, uh, your brain that goes right through your body. And it's just above the muscles. And uh, when a lot of people who think they're suffering from arthritis, it, it, it is the fiber optic fascia. Uh, because if it gets um, a block of energy, a block of chi, it can literally turn to bone or it can stick to the muscles of the skin and there isn't that fluency running through. So the messages aren't getting to the rest of the body. In a way, when you look at it right now, we're, the world is in that fascia damage and you can't rip it away. Uh, it is something that slowly has to be um, released and energy has to be brought back to it so that the flow of information can continue through the body. And that's where I see ourselves right now. We're in this fiber optic damage at the present moment. And we need the nurturers and the experts who know exactly where to press to release so that the energy can run through. Um, we know what kind of energy we want. We want the Bernie energy on all levels because that man has yes. energy. And we want it to flow into Hillary, but we want it to flow into the other leaders of the world as well and release that fiber optic fascia, which is communication, and release it out into the world so that it flows with positive energy. Yes, that is such an incredible um comparison i love that 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 symbolism that's that 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 speaks to what's happening so well um and it, it as you were describing that it got me thinking to you know each and every one of us at a unique individual level are playing a role in putting the right kind of pressure into the right places to help the flow of harmony, healing, love, and so forth to come about. Um, you know, whether you're somebody who is teaching children in a school or you're a nurse at a hospital um, or whatever you might be doing, you're an artist. Every single one of us is involved in us in this and is yep. directly making an impact um, on what's happening to the whole by the by the way that we choose to live. And the angels repeatedly have told me that in response to the darkness and to the fear that we're seeing 
grow out there in the world, one of the most revolutionary and powerful things that we can do is to go into a state of light and love. Or in the words of Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high. Yes. I loved that quote yes. of hers. Yes. And we can do that every day by, by choosing kindness, by choosing not to go into fear, even by just celebrating and making people laugh, just sending out waves of happiness in the world. We can start to eradicate some of that pressure and fear in the world. Gratitude for who we are, what we have, and what we have the ability to do. Yes. Because we forget about what the ability we have to do. You know, people look at the, well, I've got these bills, or I'm in a job I don't like. Okay, well, look at what you have the ability to do. You can choose to change. You can choose to change your job. You can choose to change your environment. You can choose to change your thinking. You can choose to change your vibration. It all comes back to you. It doesn't matter what the, the angels and everybody else is doing. They're there to help you, to guide you, to nurture you. But still it comes back to us and our choice. What are we going to feed? Because what we feed is what will grow. Yes, absolutely. And one of the most powerful things I think that we have our, at our disposal as a, as a human collective is our willpower, is yeah. our, our choices and the action that we came into this world with. And it is one of the reasons I believe and what I've learned in, in my spiritual work as to why we incarnate into these human lives in the first place is to get a taste of co-creating um, mm. in this world with, with all this this big buffet of variety and diversity yes. Yes. Yum, to, yum. Yes. <laughs> to to co-create. Um, so it's everything that you do for your own life is is making an impact on what's going on in the collective. So when you, you mentioned, yes, you can change your environment, you can change your job, you can make different choices about how you live, you live your life. All of that stuff is incredibly important because if you want to make any kind of a revolution um, in the collective, in the outside world, you truly do have to make it within you at first. You have to start inside and then that's when real change begins to grow. And to look at it from sort of a bird's eye view or angelic perspective as they've shown me um, in the past, you make the, the, the changes um, and the big moments of, of, of revolution inside of you first by radically loving yourself, by radically healing um, your life and living in integrity with your ideals and with your beliefs and with your dreams and with your desires and keeping faith in those things. And as you live that way, you affect absolutely everything that is around you. You, ra you radiate things outward. And that is why our angels tell us that a revolution of hearts and minds is the most important kind of change that that we can look to see in the world because as we've seen it, you know history can tell us this as well changes that we try to impose upon the collective um, from the standpoint of government mm -hmm. are fallible so for example communism um, it's it's something that there, there are some ideals behind that that sound great on paper um, you know let's all share everything generally is the idea and you know there's equality um, but once we, we we implement something like that in the in the world if you are not ready for that 
change to come, if that change has not already happened in the, in the spirit, in culture, in the way that we sort of naturally look to, to, uh, to live our lives, then it's, we're not really ready for the change and it's not going to be optimal. Um, and another reason for that is, is because we are, are beings of free will. And one of the natures of the soul is to be free to expand and co-create and to choose. So when we impose big changes um, that limit our, our free will to expand and to choose and to co-create and things like that, uh, usually we, we don't necessarily seem to respond very favorably. Whoops, folks, we had a drop there, but she's back. Sarah, please do continue. So essentially, um, as I was saying, willpower um, is one of the strongest forces that we have, and we can mobilize our willpower now um, in order to help to bring about the personal and collective change that we want to see in the world. So that's really important. So, okay, we're talking to people right now that yeah, feeling the stress. Apparently, you know, amongst the psychologists, the stress in the U.S. due to this election is highest that has ever been. Um, you know, yeah. there's there's the threat of of internal war. There's the threat of um, if you are or anybody of color that you could get kicked out. You know, there's there's so much uh, you know scare tactics going on there that people are truly, you know, are really petrified of what's going to be happening. Um, how do we help them start off by opening up those channels to the angels? How do we start them getting off, you know, apart from that beautiful deep breath, taking the, the deep yeah. breath? You know, what can they do to kind of let that fear go and change that energy signature so that they invite more of what, the, you know, they really need than what they're really being dealt? Yes. Um, it is so important for each of us to work on clearing that kind of stress uh, out of us right now. It is absolutely tangible. Um, I can actually say um, myself that in the clients that I've worked with, I have also noticed um, an increase in stress um, as the election season has um, continued in its intensity. Um, I've even read that there are statistics that bullying and things of that yes. nature are up oh in God, schools yes. and yeah. Yes. So you know this 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 stuff is 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 out there. It's the it's it's, it's kind of the collective uh, emotional air that we are all breathing. And when I ask the angels about what we can do um, to clear ourselves of this, one of the first responses that they gave me was to keep the faith. First of all, to know that everything is essentially going to turn out for the higher good because there is a larger concentration of us who desire mm -hmm. a safe, healthy, balanced world with goodness in it than there is a concentration of anything else. Um, so that majority, in the end, is going to win out in the kind of atmosphere we create in this world, and we will protect um, the, the the level of of safety um, and union and and inclusion um, that we that we have in this culture. And I believe again that we're at a place where we are deciding to raise the bar yeah. um, in that area as well. The other thing that the angels tell us to do as well is to gently remind ourselves and others, if we feel guided to, not to go into fear. Remember in our our, our comment just a moment ago, we were talking about willpower and that that's one of our greatest strengths um, as, a, as a human collective. Um, 
it's important for us not to go into fear because going into fear over world issues is like pouring gasoline on a fire. Yeah. If you meet your the fear with love, with hope, with compassion, and with kindness, then you are literally snuffing it out. You are you are putting an end to it every time you um, make a, a choice, a thought, um, or a decision towards to get togetherness, kindness, trust, um, and, and you know love in this world. Um, another thing that I feel the angels that have been have been telling us to do as well um, is if you feel like you you want to help but you don't know how, um, ask the angels or even simply ask your own heart. Tune in and ask what it is you want to do to play your role in all of this. We were talking a moment, a moment before about taking action. Um, taking action actually can help. A lot of the stress that's being felt is I've got all this. Whoops. Seem to have don't know what to do at all, all these feelings and it feels very yeah it feels it's like we're powerless if we don't have um you know if we, we don't take action um in in some way so thinking of some way to um to take action even if it's as simple as sending prayers Precisely. love perhaps even meditating around certain issues that can make a difference um perhaps you'll feel guided to take a stand by getting involved in an organization that may be working to bring an end to things like violence and equality or even environmental issues um if you feel guided to take action know that usually the best place to begin as we said before with an issue is the place where you feel the most deal of passion yeah um passion is where you are guided with all of this and if you feel a strong passion over something it usually means that there's probably something in your soul's purpose um in in doing this as well so um, so, so bring light, bring celebration, um, comfort to one another, smile at one another. These little tiny things add up beautifully. And in the end, the angels are adding one last thing. They're saying, I'm hearing them say self-care, self-care. I, th- I think that's kind of where, so where it starts, actually. It's, it's very hard to pour love on someone else if you don't feel love within you or for you. Yes. You know, it's um, we know that when we're around people that are living in their own positivity, in their own love of self, their own love of purpose, we're actually in that meaningful purpose and exude that joy of it. We want to be around those people who have got such a beautiful energy signature. Well, why does it have to be them than you? You can be that person. And it's a question of, again, what do we feed? Half the time, you, you're a past life regressionist as well. We're carrying things around from lives that we have no idea that we're wearing their clothing. And we need yeah. to take that heavy cough. We need to clear out things that don't have anything to do with us. It might even be fears and emotions imposed on us family by our parents. Um, we're walking terrified of because they're terrified. Of. We have to be willing to do the, the pung and the clay in our own, our own cellular core so that we can allow purity, love and that to come in. If we're still carrying around this stuff, it's always going to get connected. So we need to in to actually understand. Is it Some angels, yeah. There's something the angels have told me about oh, so has to begin with compassion. Sorry, you're cutting out. Oh, again, I'm so sorry about that. that. Okay. Let me know if I'm yeah, back. Are, uh, yeah, you're back. So what are the angels telling you? Okay, wonderful. Um, something that I... Uh, and you're gone again. Uh, we're having a bad reception true... here. Hold on a moment, folks. Okay. As wonderful as the internet is for connecting us around the world, sometimes we do have our challenges, and we've had them on the call today. Maybe the angels are trying to jump in and tell us things. So I know that you were speaking about compassion, Sarah, so let's uh, hope that they're compassionate with us and let this uh, show continue on. 
<laughs> yes, of course. Um, so the the message that I was getting about compassion uh, is that true compassion has to begin with self-compassion before you can go out and give and do in the world. Um, you only have to give in this world what you already have received within you, what you already have within you. Um, so listening to your feelings, um, if you're feeling stressed about world issues or anything else that's going on in your life and making the choice that is healthiest and kindest and most compassionate for you first is the absolute prerequisite to any kind of compassion that you could give, any act of of, of help or love that you can bring out into the world. Um, And know, too, that it's never selfish no, um, no. To to take care of yourself first. It's um, if if we're we're going back to that principle of collectiveness mm-hmm. um, in the world, we have to re- realize and think that um, if you're making a choice that is best for you, ultimately it's also going to be what's best for everyone else in your life um, at the same time. So listen to your feelings, honor your sensitivity at this time, honor your stress levels, give yourself extra rest or sleep or TLC, um, you know, take, take care of yourself and then you'll have what it takes within you to do whatever little part you feel guided to, to add a little bit of extra light to the world. And, you know, understand you're not meant to do it alone. I mean, you're here to help people, you know, looking at their past life, you can find out are they carrying anything with them. You know, you have the angel therapy, the mediumship, the shamanic journey. When people actually understand where they come from, they have a better understanding of where they are and why they are, so therefore who they are. And once they know who they are, they know what they're here for. But you have to be willing to take your own self-discovery and of what's true to you um, and what you're here for. And if you're not willing to take the journey, there is no downloadable app, there is no... Uh, Amazon delivery from the universe, the angels aren't going to come and drop something at your door. You've got to be willing to take the journey and do the work, but you don't have to do it alone because there's people like Sarah out here who are there to guide you and help you. Nothing has to be done alone. When we talk unity, it isn't go and get yourself whole and then come and join the collective. It's come in broken and we'll help you heal into wholeness. Yes, that is so beautiful. And and it's true, self-discovery or self-awareness um, is perhaps the most important, powerful, and exciting moment of any personal healing. Is that moment in which you're able to look at yourself and understand a part of yourself better. Um, and there, as you said, there are many ways that you can do this, discovering it through um, perhaps your past lives or um, digging a little bit deeper as you discover your um, your spiritual side with, with shamanic journey or through the angels as you look into the deeper layers of your um, emotions and your beliefs and so forth. Um, all of these things are instrumentally powerful. Once you become aware of something, there are no longer um, fear-based puppet strings that are pulling yeah. pulling you and manipulating you from behind the scenes anymore. And you can be um, incredibly free. If you shine the light of awareness on something, you have the ability to use your willpower, that powerful force within you that we talked about, to, um, to decide and co-create a different life, a different reality to, for you. Um, so absolutely, come into it um, you know, broken. You don't have to be perfect. You're not doing it all alone, and you are not solely responsible, um, you know, for saving the whole world yeah. from um, all of its issues as well. That's something I've I've also kind of seen time and again with many 
spiritually um, drawn people in, in their lives is that they feel just this sense of overwhelm, like I want to help so badly. And you just have to remember God is the source. Um, there is there there are so many of us that are on this this journey together um, to uplift one another. So lean on that. Use those kinds of resources. And again, let's thank the internet, even though it's been choppy with us today. Um, you know, I um, I was born this way. I've been a spiritual um, awakener, a soul awakener m- for my entire lives, and I go back a very very long way, have many hundreds of lives, uh, and I've always been this because our DNA is programmed for our meaningful purpose in life that's the gift we're given and the the sooner we tap into that and we ride that journey then we know what we're here for and i've always been that spiritual person and uh, you know what's been uncovered of course is i've been persecuted a great deal for these spiritual teachings um apparently torn and courted burnt at the stake you name it um but it it is who i am it's not just what i do it's who i am but growing up because i'm 62 growing up i was the weird one the wacky one now i grew up in the hippie era so there was a lot that i could hide behind that you know because hippie mm-hmm. was your new form of communism in the sense that it was about unity and everybody coming together and sharing what's mine is yours yours is mine etc and the spirituality was really being opened at that time. And then we kind of dived into the 80s and the 90s where it then came about the car you drive, the house, the everything else. We lost yeah. sight of it. And now we're going back in, and, you know, and especially from 2012 with that shift and that raise of that vibration where people not only are awakening to that consciousness and realize I have a soul, I have a heart, I have a spirit. Um, there are so many more people out there that are the teachers that have woken up earlier that are there to guide you that you know i was quote a closet number because people would you know either accept me or condemn me you know with whatever their religious ideas were but now what you're doing is so much more acceptable because it is from god's love that you're given this gift it is from the divine source the divine intellect that you're given this gift and became again we can thank the internet for allowing Uh, so much more of this to come to the forefront that people are realizing it's nothing to be afraid of it's 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 just uh, no it's not religion it's beautiful divine spiritual energy from source whatever you want to call the source your whatever you call the source is is your divine connection but that source is there to serve the entire universe uh, all living beings all everything living on this planet and the sooner we tap into it the sooner we become whole yes that's absolutely beautiful and it's it's amazing i i love your sharing um your past life journey and all of this as well and um you know that you have a purpose in all of this and there are so many people listening i can feel um who also have um a, a purpose that is perhaps spiritually driven um, in this lifetime. And throughout my work, I've noticed that from the messages from the angels that they've said that there are so many people um, on this world who have a, a spiritual purpose of that kind. There are more and more and more of them being b- born, yeah. um, you know, and, and awakening to their gifts in different timings that they are called, um, you know, to this, this this collective awakening, this collective bringing um, us back into the light and into the love. Um, so one message that I've gotten from the angels in the past as well is that there are a lot of light workers um, that have been sort of 
quote unquote call bot of retirement. Yes. Um, a lot of old <laughs> souls that have been uh, <laughs> appearing and showing up for this very exciting time um, that's going on in the planet right now. Um, it is, as we said before, yes, it feels very intense and very turbulent and there's so much that is changing so quickly. Um, but if you feel passionate and called to make a difference and um, perhaps even drawn to do so from a spiritual standpoint, it's likely because you've got a purpose in doing that. That's likely part of the reason why you have chosen to incarnate um, into a human lifetime now is so that you can directly play a role in holding space for more of that light and union to come into the world. So know that you're not alone and that you join in with something that is incredibly strong. In fact, love is irrefutably strong because it is our nature. It is our source. Mm -hmm. That's what we come from. God is love. Yes. So. And you did a beautiful yeah. prayer for peace for us. So if you go to the posting folks, um, you know, in envisioning your um, um, envisioning peace, uh, you will actually, it's called Envisioning Peace, an Angelic Spiritual Perspective on the World Issues. That's show on the Choose Positive Living here on Self-Discovery Radio. And you will see that she's got, um, she's done a lovely little YouTube here for us of prayer for peace. And I uh, highly suggest that you listen to that because, you know, yes, we, we need all the help that we can get. I know I'm a spiritual leader. I know how hard it can be. There are times that, as you said, like, I'm the old school, you know, wanted to help everybody. And as an empath, you also feel the pain of everybody. And sometimes it can pull yeah. you down so hard. And there's, you know, a lot of us um, empaths that I've interviewed and that I speak with, and it's like, oh, God, the universe is heavy today. Because we're feeling yes. that pain that's going through, right? You know what I mean? And, yes. uh, and And we need to reach out to one another and support at that time. And then you also need to know what can you do to redirect that energy so that you can get energized. You can do it by reaching out to your collective community, but you can also do it in finding something that you know that channels joy directly into your heart. Maybe it's watching beautiful animal videos. Maybe it's listening to some music. Maybe it's going for a walk in nature. Find what it is for you that is your simple joy. And whenever you feel overwhelmed, go there. Because in that beautiful simplicity, you get plugged into that. And it helps and penetrates right through your very being and helps you come back and face whatever life is there. Yes, that is such a beautiful suggestion. Um, it's the simple joys that we have at our disposal now um, are very, very, very healing and very empowering to help to just turn around our vibration if we feel ourselves going into a place of heaviness or fear with everything that's going on. So um, that's incredibly helpful. And something specifically that I've heard from the angels is, is a very wonderful way, and one that you mentioned actually just now, is actually spending a little bit of time in nature. Yes. Um, nature is uniquely powerful in its ability to turn us towards harmony and health because nature does not resist the flow of God, the flow of the universe. Yes. It's constantly flowing with the harmony and the, the, the cycles and the rhythms of, of, of all that is. And when you go out into nature, your body is actually a piece of the earth. It's a piece of nature. So it's going to go out there and it's going to naturally start to flow in the same direction as the earth in the same way that if you were to um, put a drop of water into a river, it would start to flow in the same direction as the, as the rest of the current. Um, if you spend time in nature, you'll be able to find a way to access that deep sense of quiet and harmony 
and that infinite power to restore and to rebalance things. And you can benefit from it very, very, very personally um, in the quiet of nature. So that's a very important thing to do. And, and certainly, again, as much as we praise the Internet, to unplug for a little bit yes. can be a really powerful thing. And just yeah. let yourself get quiet so you can hear your feelings, so you can process and assimilate some of this stuff that's going on. Um, that's incredibly important. So it, it just take care of yourself, number one. Um, is one of the best things that you can possibly do, and 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 then keep the faith, keep the faith yeah. throughout all of this. Well, you know, um, most human beings are um, what they call, you know, need to be grounded, earthbound. They get their energy uh, through the vibration, um, in through the earth, and then, then it rises up and comes up rather like a figure eight through the body. I actually work the other way. I get my energy from the universe and it goes through me into the ground to the people that are then going to pick it up because um, I'm actually designed like a plant more than 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 the human but this is why we say to people sometimes go out barefoot into the ground and just let yeah. your feet feel the vibration especially near trees or living things yes. like gardens because there is such a matrix of energy going on there the trees are all communicating with each other when i go and walk in a forest they're having a good old chat with me but not from the ground from the rustle of the leaves but for most people if walking in nature barefoot um, or even putting your feet in the water and letting that water wash over it. Uh, the wind, I love walking in the wind, not a gale, a nice wind, because it blows everything away and it has a wonderful yeah. cleansing type thing. So it's, it's again, you know, nature will always find that healing uh, commodity for you. You've just got to find out what is it that really, it might be a hike up the mountains, it might be sailing in the river, you know, out for the walk with the dog is the best because you get the sheer joy uh, of the dog, that your know, energy yes. from its walk. So, it's um, part of that is such a wonderful way where the universe is connecting to you, bringing you back to that love and that peace within you. And then, as I said, you can take that home with you, and you look at everything differently. I would say, remove yourself from the situation when the situation gets too much, um, because you're not going to yes. resolve it when you're in the turmoil. Remove yourself from the turmoil. Come back and look at it afresh uh, when you've given yourself that time. Yes, absolutely. That's such an important thing in manifesting or changing any kind of of energy or situation that you're experiencing in your life is you can't change the situation while you're still resonating at a vibrational level that matches the situation around you. So if you're in a state of fear and you don't like the fearful or negative things that you're seeing manifest um, around you, it's going to be hard to change it from a state of fear. So reach for the next best vibration available to you. You don't have to go all the way from step A to step Z mm. instantly in which you immediately feel God present within you yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But you can take step from step A to step B and you can walk into um, the, the, the next best vibration of relief yeah. and rest and love and yeah. whatever simple joy or comfort it takes to take you out of that vibration and into um, a, a little bit of a higher one. That's the direction you want to go in. Care for yourself as if you would care for your own family. Because if you're not caring for yourself, you're letting your family down. Because running on depleted yeah. is not helping anybody. You need to be full. You need to be oxygenated so that you can breathe air into your family. So it is not being selfish. It's being self-sustainable so that you can help everybody else and when you're abundant and your cup runneth over you are there with more love and energy to serve mankind 
Yes, absolutely. And then you're living by example. Mm-hmm. Um, you're teaching by example in such a wonderful way. Um, and know, too, that just, just by resonating at that level of self-love and self-care and balance in your life, you are holding a vibration that is actually affecting people without them even having to hear your words or see you model your behaviors and things mm-hmm. like that. Just standing in the room with them um, is enough for them to pick up a little bit on um, where where your resonance is, is, is coming from. We are so incredibly instinctually dialed in um, to our, our connectedness at a vibrational level, and we can use that, um, we can capitalize on that to bring more love, comfort, and, and harmony into this world. Exactly. I mean, it's all achievable. You know, just, again, don't buy in to everything that's happening. Understand you know, it's this turmoil in and this disruption that we're seeing isn't, you know, the devil coming to get us. This is a, mm-hmm. a cleansing that is happening and that, uh, you know, God, love and peace is within us in a very cellular structure. And the more we feed that, the more we not only ride through these turbulent times, but it's also where we find what our purpose is and what our contribution is to the peace of the world. Um, but we first have to find it within ourselves, don't we? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a very simple path. A lot of people wonder, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what what uh, contribution can I make? And it's, it, 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 it's made so simple for us because you can say, well, begin with you. Just start with what's, what, what's in your heart now, the feelings and the experiences that you're having right now. And know that that's always going to be the most powerful thing that you can do. It all starts with you. Yeah. It does. And you are the most important person in your life. Because if you're not living for you, then how can you serve anyone else? And again, we're not talking about the narcissistic or the ego driven. We're we're talking about you being abundant and beautiful and, and celebrating you. Because this is what you're here for, to be the very best you can be. And you're not meant to be a servant of humanity. You're meant to be of service to humanity, as humanity is of service to you. So the more you embrace your purpose, your divine spirit, your beautiful essence, the more you become not only a gift to your own life, but to the lives of those around you. Yes, and that's just, it's such a, that's such the unique and beautiful, mysterious, wonderful thing about being a human being, yeah. about living a, a human life, is that, you know, so many of us, light workers included, included who feel um, like they want to you know, really, you know, makes a, a difference and serve um, and do while they are here. They have to learn that in order to master that, you have to balance the forces of giving and receiving. So as much as you give and as much purpose as you serve while you're here, um, there's also a great personal triumph that is made in living a human lifetime, just in balancing yourself, evolving yourself. Um, something that the angels have told me as well is that, one of the things that is so unique and beautiful and curious about um, being a human being is that we are put into this unique position in which, as we said before, there's this variety of all this diversity of different experiences that are here, and we are born into a world in which, um, you know, this, the, 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 the fear or the illusion of separation, um, you know, among one another um, is present in which there is, you know, there's collective fear that all of us, you know, kind of hold on to. We come in with an amnesia about where we came from, about, um, you know, what we're doing here and things like that. And then we go on the adventure of, of learning all of that and setting the foot on this path, um, uh, you know, kind of letting the, the truth reveal itself to us step by step by step. That 
experience um, it inspires inside of us a kind of yearning mm. and desire and passion um, that is just so powerful and incredible. And in truth, that desire within us, a desire that constantly characterizes being a human, um, is a desire for God. We yearn for source. We yearn for yes. love. We yearn for home and absolutely everything that we want, whether you want a car or a partner or a home or whatever it might be, you're yearning to bring heaven to earth in everything that you do, no matter who you are. And that's a part of why this experience in this life is such um, an incredible blessing. I mean, part of the reason why we actually have so much obesity, etc., in the world is is that uh, people are constantly eating to find love, and you know that love is uh, yeah. within you all the time when you open up that channel. Uh, it will fill you and sustain you more than ever anything else can. You've just got to open up that channel to it. There, there's another reference I want to make because it's been nagging at me all the way through the show. Um, a gentleman I interviewed who wrote the book uh, Lucifer's Game. And, uh, you know, he was talking about Lucifer, you know, was the so-called the fallen angel that became the devil, which was never meant to be that. But it's always about, you know, we want to step into the light, but we've got to be careful that we're not so in the light that we're blinded. We need the shadow. Yeah. We need the shade. And, you know, all that Lucifer is, is that shade and that shadow. We all have a little dark side to us. Is Again, what are we mm -hmm. going to feed? And by always having that little shading and that shadow around us, it keeps us more balanced, more, you know, more understanding of our equilibrium, more um, about understanding where the light needs to be. If you're so blinded by the light, you're not going to be able to see anything. So you need to be in the light that you can truly see what your meaningful purpose is and that you're always reminded of where you could go if you made the wrong choice. So, you know, the, the yin-yang and everything else, it's always about the balance between the dark and the light. And I can go step into the dark and utter peace and see my light without any fear. But at one time I was in the dark, crippled and unable to see any mm -hmm. light at all. So it's all again a question of how we view that darkness, how we view that light, and it is about the balance. Yes, I love that. That's so, so beautifully put. And it's, it, it is it's important to be aware of, of, of the negativity um, or the, the, the shortcomings or um, seeming limitations and things like that that you're experiencing as an individual, as well as to bring it you know, full circle as well as the things like that that are happening in the world. As, yes. as a light worker um, or as a spiritual person, um, you don't want to, to just cover your ears and go la 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 about the yeah. you know the violence anyway it's in our face we can't yeah. yes yes you it, embrace these things to the extent that you can get to know them awareness as we said before is yeah. one of the most powerful things that you that you have um at your disposal to help to turn around um you know what we're deciding for this world so make a friend of your 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 shadow side or yeah. the shadow side of the world just enough to 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 know it and um to know it to the extent that it doesn't it doesn't control you from behind the right. scenes because in effect yeah. if, if yeah if, if, if you're being if you're being blinded by it um as you're describing a moment ago 
um, you're, you're letting it control you from behind yeah. the scenes because it's an act of fear to, to be, you know, to not want your, want to even look at these things, to not want to face these things at all. And if you're not going to be aware of them, then that's where they can start to, um, you know, pull the strings from, from, from behind the, the curtain sort of thing. Right, exactly. So, you know, again, it comes down to the balance of life, the equilibrium of life, simplicity of life. It's the knowingness, you know, and, and uh, you know, my knowingness, you know, when you, when people say, of a gut instinct. How do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, you know, that is that knowingness. Mm. It resonates in your gut with the divine intellect speaking to you. Uh, it then goes to your heart in compassion and understanding. It's then given to your spirit to go into action. And then your mind, which is purely a programming, knows what it needs to do at the time that it needs to do it. That's your knowingness. And you don't need to validate or verify or justify. It just is. And when you live in that, just is then you're going to do what you are divinely meant to do and it will always work out sometimes we let the head get in the way with the big word but but what if but what that but what that no sometimes just drop the but and just step into that knowingness and you will not be arguing with yourself so much yes yes that's where practicing your faith um comes into play in such a beautiful way just letting yourself um have faith in in yourself in self-love and in any higher power that mm -hmm. you feel um, connected with and letting it lead you away um, from from the, the butt yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to discipline or to to create a, a strong practice um, around any of those kinds of seeming limitations or doubts and things like that um, so that you can be empowered um, yeah. you know to make to make cha good changes in your life. So in other words, get out of your own way, right? <laughs> yes, yes, I love that. <laughs> the angels are there. The, the divine energy and source is there. It's, it's constantly there. It's always there. And it really, again, is up to us to, to kind of clean house, open up our channels, and we will never be alone. We will never be at a loss for an answer. We will never feel true despair. Uh, we will always walk the right path as long as you're willing to open up those channels and be guided. Yes, absolutely. That's beautifully, beautifully said. I couldn't agree more. So again, I ask people to listen to your prayer for peace that's here on the on the posting. But now for people to um, come to you for angel therapy, mediumship, shamanic journey, or past life regression and anything else that you have to offer. Um, how do they reach you? How do they book you? You can visit my website at www.seraphim.com. That's S-E-R-R-A-P-H-I-M.com. And you can get that information on our page as well. And you can contact me there. I offer my um, sessions through phone or Skype or FaceTime or email. Lots of different options. And uh, it is just my absolute uh, passion. Um, and, and I feel honored to be able to connect with with each and every one of you in the way that, you know, I have been. So thank you for. Whoop, we lost you again. Oh, um, cut out right there again. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just a, it's, 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 it's an absolute pleasure to, to have the opportunity to connect with, with everybody through, 
through my my private session work, but also, of course, um, in being able to to connect with you in a group like this collectively for all of those who are listening. So mm-hmm. I'm honored that you've you've all tuned in to listen, and and thank you so much, Sarah, for having me on today. Oh, my pleasure. It's all about good vibrations. So. Um, you know, when we when we put step into those good vibrations, we resonate and help each one out. That's what unity and community is all about. So her site is uh, seraphim.com, S-E-R-R-A-P-H-I-M.com. Reach out to her. Email is seraphim at gmail.com. Book her services. She'll guide you and help you along the way. Uh, she's pure love and energy. And so she wants you to experience what she experienced, which is the joy of living. And that's quite simply what we're all looking for folks a reason to live the joy of living of living in a meaningful purpose that fills our heart and our soul because that's really what it's all about if you want to know what the meaning of life is about that's what it's about living in the joy of life and uh, we can all find it when we are willing to take that journey and tune in thank you so much sarah for being with us today And to everybody else, I wish you all a great deal of inner peace and love. Remember, it starts with you. Bye for now.